Hello and welcome to episode two of Finger Sandwiches. I almost said three. Um, I'm Danny. I'm Alex. And uh, how are you guys doing? All right. So, first, what's first on the agenda? You got your little your little Where? list. That's not my little list. It's it is your, a big, your, your sexy gigantic list. Gigantic syllabus. <laughs> Yeah, so like, you know, we're doing segments and stuff. Our first one is gonna be like about our personal life, what we went through this week, okay. etc. Um, so let's do that then. Alright. So for me, I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about work and stuff like that because honestly, when I'm doing a podcast, I don't want to think about work. It's fun, but it's frustrating. Yeah, it can be good to vent, though. <laughs> yeah, because, like, basically, I've been pushed into this managerial role, which is fine. Like, I understand why, because I have a lot of... Like, in group projects, I was always the one that kind of take control of it, because everyone else is kind of slackers or whatever, and I want to make sure it gets done. But at the same time, I don't like... Being in a leadership role because I have anxiety. You know? So, so you've been put in charge of some of your coworkers. Yeah, because basically what you're saying. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. Like I don't want to be an asshole. So <laughs> yeah. it's hard for me to be in charge of people. So yeah, um, being in a managerial role is a little weird. Um, I like it, kind of, because I like having control over what happens and trying to get people to be better, the better versions of themselves, Mm -hmm. but it's just frustrating at the same time because I'm kind of friends with the people, Yeah, sort of, like, as much as you can be at work, and so it's kind of fucking awkward. It's weird. It has me stressed out, and... I just get really bad anxiety from it. But then when I think of if I step down, then I think I would feel sad mm-hmm. not being in that role. So it's kind of, it just has me in some weird places. Some days I just can't go to sleep. Yeah, I get it. I'm I'm at a, a point in my career, I guess, where I'm going to start being in charge of more people. You kind of are, right? Yeah, and, and so there's been projects that I've been working on, and I'm sitting in my office doing my part, and then I, I come out of my office to my, my guys that I assign tasks, and I'm like, hey, are you done with that? It, it's And it's been like a whole day. Like, mm-hmm. I gave it to him the day before, and I'm like, when I gave it to him, I was like, this would probably take maybe two hours tops and you know uh, i gave it to him the morning of the previous day and it's like halfway through the next day and i'm like hey how's it going are you done with that oh no i'm, I'm, I'm still working all right well let me know when you're done like i don't want to i don't want to be an asshole or anything either yeah and, and i get it sometimes it's it's hard to find the motivation to do your work yeah but but then at a certain point, it's like, yo, motherfucker, like, you said you would do this and it'd be done in two days and it's not. So now I'm going to have to be annoying and be like, yo, where's it at? Where's it at? And then I don't want to be like that. But, but if you're not going to do it when you said you're going to get it done, then I'm going to have to be annoying. Yeah. And also when when you're in charge, it's like if it doesn't pan out, then it's, it's going to be it's your like fault. on your, yeah, it's going to yeah. be your fault. Cause then I have to hear so about it. it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, like you, I don't want to be a jerk, but if I'm nice to you continually and you don't do it 
and you're like stepping over me or like taking my kindness for weakness, then I have to be annoying. I'm never mean, but I will keep bothering you until you do it. Did you just eyebrows at me? I'm never mean to my coworkers. Yeah, okay. All right. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sweet. I'm a sweet little little baby. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah. You. So for me this week, I haven't really done a whole lot at home. I kind of I come home. I uh, put on Forged by Fire, the the show I talked about last episode, mm-hmm. and then I pull out my phone and I just look at Twitter while. Mm-hmm. While Forged by Fire is on the TV. This is true. And I do that until it's bedtime. And then I do the next, the same thing when I get home from work the next day. And some people might say that that is depression. <laughs> and yes, it is. Um, is I don't know. it? I don't know. I feel like I've been a little bit aimless kind of recently. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of like if it was... Before Corona, you'd still be doing the same stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not anything specific corona. about, you know, if, if the Rona. The Rona, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I would do that it's kind of stuff during normal times, too. But it's just, I don't know. I don't have drive to do stuff that I would normally want to do. Like, I like playing video games and stuff, but sometimes I can't. I just don't have the the patience i guess for them and i started a like a writing project uh last week i guess Mm. i was writing a story and just to have something creative to do i guess and i worked on it for one day and and haven't touched it since so i guess i should get back to that i don't know just kind of haven't been feeling motivated this week. Did you like writing it? Like, did you feel good when you were writing it? Yeah. So, yeah, you just have to do it. That's yeah. the main thing. Like, if you're just sitting around, like, waiting for, like, a spark or something to make you go back to it, you won't. I think yeah. sometimes you just have to push through the, uh, like, I don't know. If you just sit around, you're like, oh, I need to do that story. I need to do that story. I need to do that story. And then, like, two weeks later, you still haven't done it. You just have to sit down and start. True. Because, yeah. I've been feeling... Luckily, like, I've been doing my hair lately. Like, this week, just braiding and all that stuff. So, that kind of gave me something to do for Mm -hmm. a couple of days. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've been in the same kind of place... For me, I think it's always, like, a little bit of depression. But also, I just wish that we could go somewhere. All right. Let's talk about world news, our little world news segment. (laughs) These are just headlines. Not necessarily the most important things that happened over the week, but things that caught our eye. What do you got? How many? uh, I got a couple. I only have one. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah, world news sandwich. How do you feel about dinosaur bussy? Ew! <laughs> Nothing. First preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique, paleontologist says. <laughs> um, so this is an article from LiveScience.com. Uh, it sure is not Live Science. <laughs> it might be Live Science. <laughs> I, 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 I can't tell. Um, so basically, 
I guess I could just read a little bit first. The first dinosaur butthole ever discovered is shedding light where the sun don't shine. The discovery reveals how dinosaurs use this multi-purpose opening, scientifically known as a cloacal vent, for pooping, peeing, breeding, and egg laying. Isn't that what, like, birds do? Uh, Kind of. It it talks about that a little. Basically, um, it's more like a crocodile. Uh, So, it's not like those... It's not like some birds where they just, like, breed by touching their cloacas together. Like penguins. Yeah, like like penguins. Or some penguins. I think some actually have, like, penises and stuff. But it's saying it's more like a crocodile where when when the penis isn't being used it gets like tucked up inside of there and and they're saying there wasn't any uh, like tissue left on the inside to tell if it was male or female but basically it's kind of like how crocodiles have one opening that has everything in it um so yeah i thought that was kind of interesting um it's found on a let me see what the the dinosaur that had it was called a Psittacosaurus. A Psittacosaurus? Yeah, it's sort of like a four-legged, um, looks kind of like a small triceratops, but without any horns, kind of. Hmm. Perhaps it's the first butthole, but yeah. I guess, was it still fleshy? Yeah, they, they say it is kind of dark, because there's a little bit of skin there's, there's the cloaca itself, and then there's a little bit of extra skin around it. And they've actually found um, dinosaurs of this specific species with more skin preserved, so they know huh. kind of like what its skin color was. Were they, are they small or something? Like, why is it that this specific dinosaur has so much? I, I don't know. It might just have to do with the sort of the way the environment was around the time these ones were alive that huh. made them more better preserved. But it was saying that it has, like, a lot of pigmentation around it, which is a way to help sort of um, kill bacteria, apparently. So they have a little brown butthole? Yeah, basically. Aww. That's Um, cute. And then there's, like, bumps that they think were, like, musk glands. Jesus, they got a lot of detail for this butthole. I think it's kind of (laughs) cool. I like that you saw that and you were like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's neat. (laughs) And then my other... uh, Sandwich, a oh. new sandwich. Oh, you want it? It's my turn to go. Okay. Yeah. All right. What I found was um, it says company seeking paid candyologists to taste test candy. A Canadian company is seeking full-time and part-time candyologists to serve as taste testers for the company's confections. Um, it's based in Ontario, Ontario, right? Ontario, Ontario. Um, and it says they have like some remote working positions that offer $47 an hour, but I think that's for the full-time one. Hmm. And it's to sample and review some of the company's 3,000 candies and chocolate treats. It says that the candidates should have an enthusiasm and eagerness to try confectionery products. (laughs) And they're looking for honest and objective opinions on the products that will be taste tested. They're accepting applications through February 15th, 2021. Hmm. So I actually, like, clicked through because I wanted to see. I'm like, is this real? And so, yeah, they have... I looked at the part-time one, and it's like, um... What was it saying? They're looking for full-time and part-time. And it's basically, like, the responsibilities are to taste objectively, consider taste, texture, and quality. 
Um, the part-timers will have the, the treats, like, shipped to them remotely. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can do this. And it just says, candidates will follow our in-house confectionery rating system. A brief two-sentence description will be required. Um, they may be incorporated on, on their website. They need to take pride in creative and imaginative reviews and rate each product and explore your taste buds. I was like, wow, you just need a high school diploma, basic writing skills, good communication skills. You got to be fluent in English and passionate about confectionery. Hmm. And it's open to Canadian and U.S. citizens. They said no food allergies, though. (laughs) Obviously. But yeah, it's $30 an hour. Your shift is an eight-hour shift. I don't know how that works. Hmm. How do you have an eight-hour shift tasting candy? Well, you don't remotely. You're, um, you probably like sign in to like a, a portal that they have and for what, their employees. Like they, you just sit there eating candy for eight hours. Well, no, and you write yeah, you you try it and then you write a review. <laughs> it's you're not just eating candy for eight hours. So they send you a box. You open up the box. You like pick up the first candy. You like, and then you're like, oh, this tastes like woodsy or whatever and then you write down the notes and yeah and you say it. you say the melody of chocolate and caramel that plays across my tongue when i took the first bite sent an electric jolt down my spine oh my god reminded me of my childhood <laughs> that's the kind of stuff they want yeah they want like a novel on each candy <laughs> if 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 i did that i'd be like yeah this one's good <laughs> this one good this one's good too remember there was a time where we were at the mall Ooh. And we got, we were walking, and this lady was like, hey, do you guys want to take a survey? And we were like, okay. And so we went into this, like, little, it, it, it used to be a store, I guess. Yeah. But, but then it got bought out by somebody. Anyway, they, like, took us to, like, little desks, and they were giving us, like, little candy, and they were like, yeah, sample. On, on a on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate how good this this Milky Way tastes, or whatever it was? It was a Hershey nugget, like one of those little uh, fun size nugget thingies that they make, and it has like the little nuts on the inside. Mm. It was hella good. Yeah, and then we made we got each like twenty dollars, right, or something like that. Or yeah, was it 10? it's something probably know. ten dollars, but we were like gonna go to the movies later, so we're like, yeah, free money. Yeah, that was years and years ago. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I liked it. I could see that. That's my future. <laughs> <laughs> but I would get sick very quickly. All right, what's your next one? Okay, this one comes from Kotaku.com. Hell yeah. Russia starts banning Death Note and other anime. Huh. This Wednesday, this Wednesday a St. Petersburg court, court has banned the Death Note, Tokyo Ghoul, and Inuyashiki anime after concerns that teenagers would mimic on-screen violence. No relation to Inuyasha. No, it is. Oh. It is, um... Is it? Hold on. Inuyashiki? Is that the real name? No, sorry. You're right. You're right. Inuyashiki <laughs> is the one where a UFO lands on an old grand, uh, an old man, and then the aliens are like, oh shit, we killed him, so they rebuild him as a robot, and then they fly off, and now he's like a robot. He's like a murderer, like... right? No, no. This other guy who the ship also killed it gets rebuilt also, and he's a murderer, and so the old guy's huh. like trying to stop him. That's right. I remember I w- you read the manga thinking... of that. Yeah, I was think it was by the same guy that made uh, Gantz. Mm. I was thinking it was um, Inuyasha, Inuyasha Hime or whatever. There's a sequel to Inuyasha that just came out recently. I thought it was that, but so 
That Gans guy loves him some aliens. That's his thing. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously this is just moral panic kind of thing. We see this a lot in the United States with uh, video weird. games. It's weird that that's happening in Russia. Well, they're very... Cons- they have conservative values oh. and stuff. Um says here, in mid-December, five lawsuits were filed against 49 Russian sites distributing anime. State prosecutor- prosecutors also called for the court to ban other shows, including Elf and Laid, which, that one's pretty violent. Yeah. Uh, Naruto. Uh, and, you know, Naruto? And Naruto, and yet to be decided uh, suits. So, yeah, can't have, um, can't have Russian kids, you know. Writing people's names and notebooks dropped by uh, Shinigami or uh... the Tokyo. Okay, see the Tokyo Ghoul one though. I only vaguely. We, we saw the first Ghoul. two episodes, I think, of it. It's about people turning into monsters called ghouls, and then the only thing they're able to eat is human flesh. Oh yeah. If yeah, they yeah. eat anything else, they get violently ill. So in order to survive, they have to eat human flesh. I feel like I've heard more stories of cannibalism. <laughs> From Russia than other countries. So maybe I could see that. Yeah, they're like, listen, we can't get these kids thinking it's time to eat more people. We gotta gotta tamper that down. And and I wanna say from the from the Russian dash cam footage I've seen on YouTube, I think maybe they should ban initial D also. I don't know what that is. Uh, street racing anime. Is that new? No. That sounds like No, no, no. That is from the, the late early 90s, I believe. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Is that a good one? I mean, it, it's a classic. I never actually watched it. It's a classic. It's a classic, though. <laughs> People like it. Um, but yeah, like I said, this is just some moral panic. Yeah. Like what happens, like I said, here in the United States. All the with time. With video games all the time. Um, also, though... Last year, I think in October, maybe, kind of towards the end of last year, Australia banned hentai from being Hmm. imported. Interesting. So, I don't know. This at the towards the end of 2020 or 2019? 2020. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's like, uh, why are you worried about that? There's other shit going on. Yeah. Anyway, that's all the news I, I saw. That's fine. Interested me. Moral panic. Anime blood. You ready for the next one? Sure. All right. Now on to our next segment. Tales from the forums. Forums, forums, forums. Do you want to go first? How many do you have? No, just one. Me too. All right. So mine comes from Reddit because, you know, Lipstick Alley was getting a little toxic. So I wanted to step out for a second. (laughs) So you went to Reddit. I know, right? It's all right. I, I, with Reddit, it seems like it depends on which which parts you go to. Yeah, this one, there was like some, not what I'm going to read, but there was like some like, <laughs> cute, like wholesome sort of stuff. Like, yeah, see, that's that's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah, like someone was like, hey, people um, in your in, who was born in like the 50s or whatever, is the future what you thought it was going to be? Like it was like that kind of stuff. That was pretty mm. cute. But not this. All right. What I saw was, What's the darkest secret you found out about a family member slash relative? Mm-hmm. So here are some replies. I didn't have the replies to, to these replies, but you know, whatever. So one of them was, stepfather was cheating on my mother. Didn't find out because he was caught cheating. 
Didn't find out because he was caught cheating. Okay. Uh, found out because he and his mistress were drunk. Um, got in a fight and punched her so hard that she fell over and died. Oh, found out about the whole thing during the investigation, the trial, and the conviction. It was weird having to have a lawyer or one to call 12-year-old me to stand to defend the character of a man I already had very little interaction and a fear of. And that was before the manslaughter charge. Wow. So that was one. <laughs> Here's the second one. I found out that my grandfather's first wife, before my grandma, died of botulism from eating some tomatoes she had canned at home. She could have been saved, but he refused to take her to the doctor because the botulism was her fault, quote unquote. He let her die to teach her a lesson. It's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> if I learned that, I'd be like, Grandpa, like, what the fuck? Um, the third one. A relative tried to poison one of their guests. I learned about it. It finally sealed the deal for me and forever changed my view on them. They were bonkers anyway, but good lord, that's too much. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Poison I wonder. Guests. I wonder what other kind of stuff they were doing. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, there's three more. My mother supposedly had has a fraternal twin. My grandmother couldn't handle the thought of the two kids, so she gave the male one away to someone she knew was moving away. In a drug-induced rage, one night my grandmother screamed at my mom and said she kept the wrong child. It was never mentioned before or after that moment. Hmm. My mom was 12 at the time. She asked my great-grandma about it, and she knew the boy's name, but not where they moved to or who he was living with. My mom actually had me meet him once, but didn't know I didn't know who he was. My grandmother denies it ever happened, and my grandfather felt that surely they'd have to surely they'd have to tell me. I thought they would though. When she was pregnant with me, my mom asked my great grandma what my middle name should be. My middle name is actually his middle name. That's a weird middle name. Yeah. Actually, his middle name. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and here, here's the last one. My grandmother used to kidnap and sell young girls. And Wait, what? No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is a different story. But yeah. My grandmother used to kidnap and sell young girls in Mexico back in the 50s and 60s. She would sell them to ranchers to presumably be wives and slash or sex slaves. She was not a good person at all. And someone replied, understatement of the threat. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I come up, came across. Wow. <laughs> there was a lot more, but... <laughs> yeah. What's yours? Yeah. <laughs> that last one was a doozy. Yeah. Um, Alright, so I found one on Reddit also. It's from a Reddit called T-I-F-U, which means Today I Fucked Up, where oh, okay. people make big mistakes and they regret it. Uh, this one was actually from somebody's past. Um, so it wasn't actually the day they posted. It was just a story from the past. Anyway, uh, the title is, Today I fucked up by going to the ER for a bump on my body. Turned out it was my clitoris. What? <laughs> I saw other people on this community share stories from the past, and I think this one is the most facepalm moment of my life. A definite testimony for how the education system failed me. This was from four years ago, when I was 18 years old. Yes, 18. 
I was taking a shower and paying attention to my body parts when I found that there was a little bump on my vulva that hurt. Um, sorry, that hurt, and that every time I touched it, it gave me goosebumps all over my body. I was so scared and researched on it, and as expected, I got even more anxious and thought I had cancer, an infection, or some STD or whatever. After the shower, I kept touching the bump, and I was so convinced that it was serious that I told my mom to book an OBGYN appointment for me right away. At the time, the OBGYN's next opening... Uh, next open schedule was on the following week and I thought it was urgent so my mom advised me to go to the emergency room instead. When I arrived at the ER there were three nurses receiving people and I decided uh, and I described it to them. They brought me into a room uh, to have it checked and the available doctor said there's nothing that looks physically wrong here and I said don't you see the abnormal bump in the middle? The nurse said, sweetie, that's your clitoris. Oh my god. I was so red and embarrassed. I only figured out where my clitoris was when I was 18 years old. But she knew what it was? I guess... No, I don't know. Oh, was... Do you mean when they said the word she yeah, that meant? Yeah, she was like, oh. Like... Uh, yeah, she's probably heard the word before, but didn't know where it was. That's insane. In relation to every other part of the vulva. <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken a health class because I've moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. But even I knew that. And, like, no one ever talked to me about body parts or sex or anything. Yeah. That's crazy. And this was four years ago? Like, Mm -hmm. bruh. That was, like, that was 2014? 2015? 2014? Four? 20... Either 24... No, sorry. (laughs) Either 2016 or 2017. Okay. That was 2016, and she didn't know that? That's so weird. I mean, you know, the sex ed in some parts of the country is notoriously awful. I assume she's American. I don't know. Well, yeah. Maybe she's she's from... she's like, she Googled it. A different country. That's true. Um... Like, results are weird? I don't know. It's like, girl, look at some pictures. Go to Google Images. Yeah. But yeah, it's like... It's to a point where... I, I don't Google my symptoms anymore. Cause, I still do. Because it's like either cancer or something else awful. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Sometimes I, I still do it just to see like if anyone else is experiencing the same thing I am and what it is. And if it's cancer, you freak out, you can go to a doctor, and then it's not cancer and it's all good. Or so. it is cancer. And the internet was right. Oh, okay. So... Uh, that was all I had. <laughs> well, it was good. It was weird. <laughs> but I get that there are people out there that really don't know that kind of stuff. But it's really weird in America. Yeah, well, there's some some states, you know, have bad sex ed I just thought programs. they all did. No, I think some of them are all right. But, yeah. Hmm. There's always room for improvement. <laughs> Duh, yeah, with our education system, for sure. God bless America. And on that, we'll end our second episode. Thank you for anyone listening. Um, do you have anything to say, Danny? Nope. Just uh, thanks for listening to us ramble for a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you have the email yeah. that you want to give out to people? A little call to action. All right. If you have any questions, stories, hot guys, you just want to say hi, hit us up at fingersandwichespod at gmail.com. 
you don't know how to spell it, look at the name. Like, you got the description. You got it. <laughs> That's fingersandwichespod at gmail.com. Um, you can give us a fake name or a burner email if you don't want us to say anything. Like, say your name or anything. And just let us know. We look forward to hearing from you guys, and we'll see you again next week. See you next time. See ya.